Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connections with your host, Julbert Abraham, where he invites successful six-figure or seven-figure entrepreneurs on the show to share their journey, their failure, their lessons, and tips that can help and inspire up-and-coming entrepreneurs. everyone, this is Joubert Abraham. This episode is brought to you by the LinkedIn Accelerator, the only online course that covers LinkedIn Sales Navigator and LinkedIn Advertising. Once you go to this course, you'll know the in and out of Sales Navigator and ads and be able to generate leads on demand. Never have to worry about leads ever again. So if you're interested in this online course, please reach out to us at www.linkedinaccelerator.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Small Biz Tips. I'm here today with my good friend, Siobhan and Nicole. I met these two amazing, super entrepreneurial women at a mastermind in Miami. And boy, you guys are in for a treat today. How y'all doing? We are amazing. well. How you doing? Thanks for I'm having fantastic. us. Fantastic. <laughs> I can't wait for y'all to share a bit more about what y'all do, you know, how y'all help people. So, because when I first met y'all in um in Miami, we were playing what golf. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, you guys were killing it. <laughs> no, no, she was killing it. I wasn't killing it. <laughs> That's what I call my million dollar golf swing. <laughs> it was awesome. Golf. I learned how to play golf that night. So thank you. Same. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, all right, let's get the ball started. So tell us more, you know, about you, each of you and how'd you guys started. Both of you guys have your own businesses too. So let's, let's, Siobhan, you want to go first? And then after that, Nicole? Yeah, why not? So I currently teach people or teach aspiring entrepreneurs mm-hmm. how to make money on Airbnb without owning property. Nice. Um, and the way I got into that is because four years ago, I was unemployed. Four years mm. ago, I was unemployed and I had to figure out like, all right, what am I going to do? What wow. am I going to do? So I ran into the process of rental arbitrage, mm. um, the process of getting a landlord um, to commit to you running out their property on rental or on short-term rental sites. And so once I got into that, I was like, it kind of changed my perspective on money. Because now I had passive income coming in. I wasn't going to a nine to five working, you know, 10 to 15 hours a day. I was making money in my sleep. And so now (laughs) I'm at a point where it's like, okay, I went and, you know, I learned how to do something. I want to teach it now. I want to get back to to my community and, and teach what changed my life. And so... That's where I am currently. I know we have a business together, but I'll let her share her. <laughs> Absolutely. So I um, work with divorcees to nice. reclaim that um, happy feeling, that confidence, and then also to gain financial st- stability. So um, I am a child of divorce, but I've also been through my own divorce. Mm. And it was an experience of mine that was It was traumatizing, but eye-opening at the same time. And it was through the process of my divorce that led me into um, just understanding that there's something more in life. Like, you know, there's this 
the society understanding of where we should be versus yeah you know where we can be and so my goal is to just help people who are feeling that pain and that trauma of divorce come out and see the light on the other side and be able to grow into whatever it is they want to be whether it be aspiring entrepreneurs or you know better people better you know spiritually mentally financially the whole nine so it was wow. my story that um you know, lit a fire under me and put me in the position that I'm in. And it's, it's the same gift that I want to give back to other people in that situation. I think it's amazing that you guys are able to have these two businesses. And you think about it, somebody who may have recently got divorced, their life changes, their need help, they may be stressed. Nicole, you're helping them get things back together. And then Siobhan, you can come in and help them set up some form of passive income. It's amazing. So to, I, I know you guys also have a, what, a business together as well. We do. Yeah. Uh -huh. So we actually launched a, it was a tattoo app. Um, when did uh -huh. we launch it? November of 2020. That was like our first <laughs> it, it's an app right that was our like yeah. first experience with tech mm -hmm. so we jumped in not really knowing everything about any child how to launch it you know what I mean like <laughs> no, idea, no systems in place any trial and tribulation <laughs> that we could have faced in opening a startup we faced wow yeah. um even trademarking our name like we're in a process of of rebranding because mm. we went ahead and launched this brand without um owning the actual trademark and then oh, man. the process of trademark and they they denied it and so like it's that whole thing has been like a learning experience <laughs> actually you know I like love it. Le lesson learned you know what i'm yeah. saying and so um that that tattoo app uh, was meant to to help people help um People with melanated skin find tattoo artists because I had a traumatic experience when I went to get mm. my first tattoo. But um, we're actually going to transition into more of a digital product platform where we're actually helping people, um, you know, helping people. Um, not, I don't, I don't want to say get money, but that's really what we're doing. We're we're, we're helping this tattoo community step away from that nine to five stigma and mm. we're transitioning and teaching them how to make money from home how to make money with digital products and nice. so that's going to be its own thing but uh you, you know we got to focus we got to focus right now absolutely absolutely no that's fantastic <laughs> yeah and, and you know and you guys work well together and talking about being a couple and being able to work together <laughs> i think that's also massive um yeah. So I, I I have so many questions, so many ways to unpack. All right. So to get the ball rolling, I'm curious um, with the Airbnb business, because that's a model that people are slowly finding out more about, right? It is yeah. the arbitrage model. Um, what have you seen in terms of pushback that you have gotten when you trying to help people get that set up? Um, the main pushback, honestly, is that people don't know how to receive funding, how to get funded, funded mm -hmm. for their business. So it's not that they're opposed to that. They would love to have their Airbnb yeah. empire, but it's like uh, this, our community doesn't know how to build business credit, how to mm. receive um, funding, 
how Capital. to it and not use their own money. They don't know yeah. that they don't have to use their own money to, to fund their properties. And so um, I don't know if that's pushback. It's just like a roadblock. It's, it's the, yeah, it's the roadblock or obstacles that they're getting yeah. to. Yeah. Cool. And then, and then for you, Nicole, you're dealing with people that, you know, it's normally very private. People don't like to share what's going on there, you know? So uh, tell me more about one, how are people coming to you for this? Um, you know, what are you doing to kind of attract people to you as a business owner? Because that's a very touchy topic, you know, because sometimes people feel ashamed. They're like, oh my God, it's because of me this didn't work out. And there's a lot of women that are divorced um, that need guidance. So so tell us a bit more. Yeah, so I mean, um, the first point is it's not just women, it's men too. And I think mm. that, um, because in a, you know, we kind of live in a society where men are supposed to be strong and masculine and Ooh. not talk about their feelings that yeah. it's really the, it's sometimes men that suffer more than women. Um, you know, I, I started by just becoming more involved in other groups that, um, support these types of situations. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I, what I found is that women are very quick to, to share their emotions and share their story and, you know, get people to rally around them, right? But mm -hmm. it's the men who struggle to kind of put this vulnerability out. out. Yeah. Um, and to me, in my experience, they're the ones who have, have brought forth the most pain. They're actually my biggest clients. Wow. And the people that I work with the most are 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 predominantly men. Um, and they, I feel that they're also, in a sense, the group that is eager to get more support. They're eager to, to pull out of what they're feeling. Mm -hmm. And I, I think, again, that comes back to the idea that men shouldn't feel this vulnerability. Men yeah. shouldn't feel this struggle. And so they're eager to pull out of it. But um, how I get customers to relate to me is just by telling my story. I mean, divorce is painful regardless of whether you're male or female, whether you're heterosexual or homosexual, whether mm -hmm. you're old or young, whether you've been married a year or if you've been married 30 years, mm -hmm. divorce is a loss. It's, it's as relatable as losing a loved one in death. And so mm. by telling that story, again, not only as a child of divorce, but as, as a, an adult of divorce, yeah. you, you get people to just say like, okay, like, I've been there, right? I've, I understand yeah. that pain. Um, you know, I'm going through this situation. Um, that happened to me and, and people just get curious, right? Like, well, you, you say that this happened to you. How did you get past it? And yeah. they're, eager, they're eager to learn because pain just creates this desire to, to not feel crummy that anymore. Pain, yeah, really connect. Uh, you said something here that I think, because um, a lot of us don't think about it, but yeah, us men, you know, we were taught, oh, be a man, you know, tuck Don't it up, yeah. right? Yes. I mean, I'll tell you, I grew up in Haiti and, you know, if I cried over something, uh, my dad will, will beat me and like smack me in the head and said, you know, you're a man, <laughs> why are you crying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we all been kind of put that into our head. So it's been hard for men to shared their emotion which we end up holding it and then carried it on in the next relationship yeah, and that and becomes a big issue 
that to me was was part of my struggle is that I would hold on to pain from prior mm. relationships and expect you know the person that I was in a new relationship with to kind of heal everything that I had been through mm. um but one I wasn't talking about it two it was an unfair expectation to put on a new person in a relation you know in a yeah. relationship where so I I preach um if, if that's the word to use to um break your shackles of codependency like you shouldn't be trying to join a relationship to get over the last one you should be <laughs> you should be that's huge coming into a relationship as an independent person and willing to communicate so i to me trust isn't the biggest thing in a relationship it's communication because uh. if you can communicate solidly with the person that you're with the trust comes naturally, right? You learn to trust someone because yeah. you know they're going to come to you in a situation. So expecting people to trust you right off the bat is irrational and, and it's a false expectation because you don't know this person, right? Like yeah. you don't know the person you're with for a few months. Um, and so when you come in with, with communication and you can, you can, you can positively say with confidence, like, look, I've been through X, Y, and Z. Um, yeah. These are my triggers. These are the things I like. These are the things I don't like. These are my boundaries. And you, yeah. can, you can communicate that with somebody who is also communicating that back and doesn't take that personal. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, the strength of the relationship just explodes. <laughs> it's amazing you said that because I think it also requires some level of knowing thyself. Yes. Right? Because if you don't know yourself, you don't know what you like and what you don't like you can't cr communicate that clarity and how can you expect somebody else to know that if you don't know it exactly right mm -hmm. uh you said something here that was kind of a mind opener for me because normally any conversation we're like yeah trust is number one but trust can't exist without having communication mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> that, that was definitely a mind shifting which takes me to my next question right <laughs> you guys both entrepreneurs, you guys running your businesses, and you also in a relationship. Um, how do you handle the conversation when you know it, it, when you're talking business or when you're talking, uh, you know, personal? Like, what are some of the hacks you guys use? <laughs> I, I I know communication is going in here, but how do you guys balance the two out? I think we have we have a schedule. Right. Mm. So we have work hours and we have our personal time hours. Okay. So when we're working, we're working. Okay. Except and I'm not I'm not even gonna say it's that strict, right? Yeah. Because when because of course personal feelings may come up during work. Yeah. And and and, and that can affect our work. And so yeah, of course. Times where we have to stop and say, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Let's have a mm. conversation. Okay, what do yeah. we need to do to move forward from this so that we can put 110% into our business? And gotcha. to, to piggyback off of that, it's, you know, like it's recognizing when things start to get tense and when mm -hmm. things don't get tense, right? So um, like, for example, we try to make it a point to not work during meals, right? We mm. make the point to, you know, at a certain point to put our phones down, right? But we also understand, like, if we're in grind mode, we may be working until 10 o'clock at night. So don't, don't yeah. take that personal because mm -hmm. we're both doing it. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, um, it's understanding that, like, like for us, example, 
we found that when we work in the same room together, the situation is always way more tense. And it's not, <laughs> it's not that we're doing anything together. It's just that like, I'm, I'm focused in, she's focused in, and they're, they're yeah. making energy in the room and it may not be parallel, right? It might be a little yeah. perpendicular. And so when that happens, it's like, I can feel her tension. She can feel mine and it affects her. It affects me. Now, like we have to be in separate rooms. Very rarely, mm. um, we, we only come into the same room together when we're having a meeting about the business or when, wow. when, the, when work is shut off. So that's wow. been really helpful for us. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I love those gems. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm asking, not just as a host of a podcast, I'm asking because I'm thinking more of my wife and I, who mm-hmm. uh, recently launched a business together and, and ways that we can always improve when it comes to work. And you mentioned something that's huge here is having that schedule, right? And sticking to that schedule. That's the big thing. And also being able to be in separate rooms so you guys can control the energy. Wow. That's, that's massive. Um, so tell me what has been some of you guys biggest challenges in business. I mean, you mentioned the startup and the crazy ups and downs. I know startup I've had startup. I failed in several startups before Mm -hmm. as well. What has been kind of like your biggest challenge, uh, you know, story from one of the startup days? I want to say knowing each other's weaknesses and mm. strengths. So <laughs> it read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so me, like, I'm like the one who is always fast, who always, yeah. I like to get early. I like to get to work and I'm like, very so, ambitious. I mean, I am intense. It's <laughs> all <Sound> like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But she's more slower, more methodical, more mm. you know, analytical. She, she, she's right. But but if we don't understand that about each other, things can get tense. Yeah. And it has in the past because I'm like, what? Why are you moving so slow? Why? <laughs> why don't you just? get how to just go I don't know on the flip side I'm looking at her like why are you talking about things that are going to happen in three months well we can figure (laughs) out what's going to happen today today you know it's that balance of um just understand like like we're the 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 gang gang. exactly Mm -hmm. so it's understanding you know where's my balance where is her balance and how how do we need the pendulum to move in order to be 100 successful now there mm. there are times when the pendulum flips and i'm on 10 and she's on three and you know <laughs> she said it the other night like what what just happened here like you're not <laughs> mom and she's just like go 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 go, go, go. <laughs> but the, the, the pendulum is is always balanced and so when i do flip to 10 and she is on three it still works because we're mm. still in balancing it out together yeah so. you just have to be highly aware we have to be highly aware of each other and each other's emotions so wow. i think mine too that like when we're both on 10 or we're both on three that those are typically the points where we kind of shut down work operations mm-hmm. because it, it it leads to tension it always mm-hmm. leads to tension and so we try to figure mm-hmm. out where where we rebalance right because it's not bad for us to both be on 10 it's not bad for yeah. us to three but we need to understand what what else is needed in order to maintain that balance otherwise if we're both on 10 we go crazy and if we're both (laughs) (laughs) nothing's get done i get it wow 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 this is so good oh we're gonna have to do a part two because i want to do some more more so um, to kind of wrap things up right um 
what is that one tip each of you would like to share with any business owners that's on their journey? Maybe they're doing it as a couple or family, or maybe they just have a business, or maybe they're thinking about starting a business, uh, or maybe they're going to a divorce. And like, what is that one tip that each of you would like to share? Who wants to go first? I'll go, uh, go ahead. You're ready. Okay. Um, <laughs> I would say the, the biggest thing is CRM, a mm. okay, customer relationship management. We had no idea what that meant when we launched our app. We had no idea what that meant before, you know, teaching people how to, yeah. you know, be an entrepreneur, whatever it is. It's learning that business is all about building a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so you can't just run ads and not have a strategy, right? It's all about mm-hmm. having a strategy as well. You have to understand, you know, when you have a cold prospect, when you have a warm prospect, when you have someone who's ready to buy and manage each of those relationships differently. And so that has been like something that's been eye-opening for me as an entrepreneur. I would say Mm -hmm. focused on on CRM and really managing each each, um, step of their process, the customer's process. Gotcha. You know, you'll maximize your profit by doing that. Fantastic. How about you, Nicole? For me, it's um, it's about not being afraid to invest in yourself. So it doesn't matter if you're trying to get money, if you're trying to change the way you think, if you're trying yeah. to build you know, your spirituality, whatever it is, don't be afraid to spend that money on yourself and don't look at it as a cost, look at it as a return. Because- mm one of the biggest struggles I think we had starting out is that we were afraid me specifically, I was afraid to invest in other people who have already mm. done what we were trying to do. And so we mm. ended up just spinning the wheels and guessing a lot. We did a lot of guessing and it wasn't until we started getting in the room with people who had already succeeded in what we were trying to do that things just all fit into place. Like the puzzle just all came together. And so I mean, that's, it's very obvious with finance, but even with emotion, like if you're working on trying to feel better, you can't surround yourself with people who are pulling you down or who are, who are adding to your drama. You need to step away and get around people who are going to uplift you and support you in your growth. That's amazing, right? How to build the business as a couple. I love it. That's (laughs) awesome. This was fantastic guys. So how do people get in touch with you? All right. So for me, um, I'm on Instagram underscore Nikki, N-I-K-K-I dot Scott, S-C-O-T-T underscore. I'm also on Facebook. I have a Facebook group called Happiness After Divorce. Mm. Um, And I have a YouTube and podcast coming soon, but I'll put that information in my Instagram. Awesome. For me, I have an Instagram. Uh, My Instagram name is who is Vonnie underscore. So W-H-O-I-S-V-O-N-N-I-E underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, also have a Facebook group, Airbnb Path to Six Figures, which um, nice. anyone can join. Um, find me up using my personal name, Siobhan Scott. Also have a TikTok. Okay. <laughs> I have a TikTok. Uh, that's also who is Bonnie underscore. And I think that's it. We have our podcast together, mm-hmm. um, the LQ podcast. Nice leadership. So you can get that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Buzzsprout. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we can add the link in the show notes. Fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah. Guys, 
check out Siobhan, check out Nicole. These two women are powerhouses. We got tons of great gem today. Thank you again, guys. This was amazing. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Awesome. We are out. everyone this is Gilbert Abraham this episode is brought to you by the LinkedIn Accelerator the only online course that covers LinkedIn sales navigator and LinkedIn advertising once you go to this course you'll know the in and out of sales navigator and ads and be able to generate leads on demand never have to worry about leads ever again so if you're interested in this online course please reach out to us at www.linkedinaccelerator.com Thanks for listening to Small Biz Tips. For more, subscribe to our YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn and Instagram at Jeff Abe Online. And check out our website at www.abrahamglobal.com.